Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to Stock Dirty to Me, where we try and answer the question, will meme stocks be the next Berkshire Hathaway? I'm, of course, your host with the most feel better, the podcast mogul, and with me today is Tony from the Stock Bros Podcast and the amazing What's admin. Up? Tony, how are you, sir? Good. How you doing, man? Doing good, doing good. I'm just going to jump over and switch us because I'm not yeah. used to being prominent. Hopefully, um, um, our buddy Dalk can join. I'm not sure where, it's going, where he is or haven't heard from him. Yeah, he's uh, incognito, but that's all right because we're ready and lined up. Uh, make sure if you're watching live, hashtag live, and if you're watching the replay, hashtag replay. Let us know where you're, call- you're watching us from. Hi to you and hi to everybody else, of course. Um, if you're interested in you know, having your name show up on screen, at the top of this video in the description or at the bottom of the description, it's uh, you have to click on a link. It says uh, StreamYard.com slash Facebook, and you'll allow it, and you can show your name, and we can shout you out. Uh, Tony, how has the week or the past week of stock market been treating you? You know what? I've been on vacation. I haven't even really checked at all. Um, I was down in Florida for the past six days, and uh, extremely hot extremely humid but i laid in a pool all day every day and i just got back today so i am rehydrating with some seltzer water uh unfortunately i couldn't drink anything today because i've been drinking for six days straight <laughs> someone from florida is saying live florida yes there we go yes. some love so I was here in fort meyer. Yeah, i was in fort we meyer we rented an airbnb oh and uh it was awesome great house uh, awesome swimming pool, all kinds of amenities. So, uh, but I will say the humidity really fucked me up. It's nice to be back in Connecticut because this time of year in Connecticut is beautiful. Oh yeah. Even though, uh, Connecticut's not the best state by any means, the weather's pretty great at this time of year. And, uh, it's a nice crisp Christmas to the air. It's 75 degrees, sunny, light breeze, beautiful. So I'm glad to be back versus sweating with the minute you walk out yeah. and then needing so, another shower. So I haven't really looked too closely at what's been happening in the stock market. Uh, I did check my my stocks that today. Uh, I know the last two days it hasn't been too great. been down a little bit. But um, it's interesting because like we talked a lot about last month, I expect there to be – I expect September to be a down month. I expect us to finish in the red <clears throat> in September. Excuse me. So um, it's no surprise if we don't have a good month. We've all been talking about it. We're kind of expecting it. We'll see what happens. So there we go. Don't panic. <laughs> always, always good. Don't panic if you're invested in the proper stuff. Your market, you're you're only going to grow in time, like we always say, and we've been proven time and time again. Uh, let's jump into the stocks that we have today. We're going to start with our first one. It is ChargePoint Holdings. Yeah. So bringing this up on the screen here. Uh, let me just zoom in for you guys to get a better. Uh, there we go. ChargePoint Holding uh, currently clo- uh, closed at 21.67, up 120 uh, in, uh, percent today, it looks like, and 11% over the last five years. They're an infrastructure company based in Campbell, California, for electric vehicles. Tony, what do you think? Do you yeah, think? so ChargePoint's been around for a long time now. It's been around for about 14 years. And what they are is they provide and service charging stations for EV vehicles. Uh, I don't know how many of you in the chat actually own this stock, 
Mm. Um, let us know if you own this and for how long you've owned this and those that are going to watch on replay as well. Uh, this is one of those stocks that if you pull up the earnings report, they make no money whatsoever and they haven't made money in a long time or maybe ever. I know the last four quarters they've made zero dollars and look right here. Mrs. Q earnings. Yeah. They've, they're constantly missing earnings. Um, but before I get into that, they do have, they got their big start or big push in 2017. They took over about 10,000 charging stations from GE general electric. And, uh, that's kind of how they got their first big start into the field and into this industry. And, uh, since then they've grown rapidly. They now have over about 198 million charges delivered so far. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they have, they have over about 114, 115,000 charging stations across the world. And they're predominantly in like us, Canada, Australia, and Mexico, I believe, uh, as far as delivering 80 million charges and whatever, that's just, that's a bunch of nonsense. It's really meaningless. It's just, that's just how many hours they've charged cars for. I mean, so what, <laughs> you know, I care more about how many stations they have. And, um, I care more about their revenue and how profitable they are. And those of you that know me in the group, you know that I'm big on investing in companies that are actually profitable. Mm -hmm. And this is one of those companies that they have promise and they have potential, but they just don't make money. They just lose money. I mean, quarter after quarter. And let's pull up some of their last earning reports. Um, I mean, last quarter, they had a revenue of 60, or sorry, about 56 million. And they lost almost 85 million. So even though even though they had a revenue of $56 million, they still finished the year with net income of negative $85 million. And that's a profit margin of negative 150% plus. So that's pretty terrible. Um, and even over the last couple quarters. Uh, the only profitable quarter that they've had, actually, they have had some profitable quarters over the last four, but the only profitable quarter they had was actually um, the second quarter of this year. So they did have some a net revenue of $82 million, but every other quarter was pretty abysmal. Uh, as far as investing in this company, I'm pretty bearish on this company, but I wouldn't blame people. If they wanted, because it's it's only twenty one dollars. If you wanted to buy, I don't know, 10, 20, 30 shares, whatever, fifty shares of this, thousand dollars worth, and just sit on it for five, ten years and see what happens. Uh, I wouldn't say that's stupid by any means, but I just think there's far better investments out there that I would put my money into. So, if you could offer possibly a alternative to ChargePoint. Um, I believe EVgo uh, is one of their top competitors, and actually Tesla is as well. But let's take a look at EVgo. I, I'm not sure what their, let's see, what their revenue is. So let me take a look at their earning reports here. Yeah, they're down year to date from a high of 45. I believe EVgo is one of their, and and Char was it Blink? I think is another one. Uh, 
right now all EV companies are operating at a lot or EV well EV companies and EV charging companies are pretty much all operating at a loss. Yeah. And the thing is we see this a lot in the stock market. These stock prices and the inflation of these stock prices is kind of a trend in the EV sector. You can't be fooled by the stock price going up and the share price increasing because it's pretty much meaningless. These companies don't actually have any revenue. Uh, but that's that doesn't mean that in the future EV isn't going to be a big part of the world and it doesn't mean that it's not going to keep growing. But right now, these companies just operate at a loss and I just I don't like investing in companies that don't make money. So that's just my personal feeling about how I invest. No, and it's it, it makes sense, yeah. you know. Um, all right, so that ge- this is a, a mediocre to a downgraded from Tony as a, a, a do not buy or uh, invest for the say, long tie. I would call. I would say that I'm bearish to neutral on it because I see the potential of it, and if EV does take off, then the charge point could benefit in a big way from it. But right now, there's just not enough infrastructure. I, I, I would say I'm pretty neutral on this. I'm personally not going to buy it. But you did say their competitors. Tesla is actually one a big competitor. So, yeah, there we go. So you have yeah. to go there. And we know how you somewhat like Tesla. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, guys, if you're watching live, make sure to hit us up with a hashtag live. If you're watching the replay, hashtag replay. Let us know where you're watching from. And if you guys have ChargePoint in your uh, portfolio, let us know what you guys think about it, how you uh, – how long you have you had it? I know we did have. Unfortunately, I can't see the person's name, but we have. I do. I do. It has been read for a long time. Keep waiting, which I w- wish I would have waited till they were making money. Well, they could be making with the infrastructure bill coming uh, that's sitting right now in uh, in government. Like it could end up being helpful for them. Yeah, that's a good uh, point, Phil. I think uh, we're looking at what was it? Seven billion? Is it seven point five? Yeah, yeah, something ridiculous. There's going to be a lot of money invested into EV tech yeah. through the government infrastructure plan. So that could be a big deal for them as well. So. Yeah, they could get it. And uh, yeah. so it could be within months, this could triple or whatever, a ba- couple bags, as our good friend Lloyd likes to say. All right, we're moving on here. Let's go on to one that does kind of make money. Um, uh, let's talk about yeah, I'm going to Square. Yeah. <laughs> Square makes money. <laughs> yeah, so Here we Square, go. Square is the only one of the three that we're going to talk about that actually is profitable. Um, but with that being said, I am bearish on Square. Um, for those is it because of, you of that, the price? Uh, yeah, for those of you, I think I think it's over overpriced, overvalued, and also they have some pretty stiff competition. Uh, with PayPal and Venmo and other competitors, especially I would consider Visa and Microsoft uh, or uh, MasterCard. MasterCard? Top comp- yeah. So, uh, but the good thing about Square is the CEO, Jack Dorsey, who, by the way, is also the CEO of Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they invested heavily and they are going all in on Bitcoin. So if you're someone that wants to invest in crypto indirectly, I think Square would be a good way to do that. It's a good option to have some exposure to crypto without owning crypto. Um, Year to date, they're they're, they're doing good over the last year. They are doing good and they do have 
really solid earnings. If you look over the last four quarters, I mean, the thing, the thing about their earnings though, they have weird earning reports. So back in September of last year, their net income was 36 million with a revenue of 3 billion. So that's pretty horrendous if your net mar- net profit margin is 1%. That's pretty horrible. So they do make money and they do have a revenue of 3 billion dollars last September, but when you have a profit margin of 1%, that's not very promising. And then if you look at December's profit, they have a, a profit margin of 9%, which is still not very good. And then they go back to March of this year, the first, the first quarter of this year, their profit margin is less than 1%. And then, and by the way, that's with them cr- increasing revenue. Their revenue increased from $3 billion the previous year to 45 to $5 billion this year. So every quarter, they've gone up about $2 billion as opposed to the previous year, but their profit margin is not growing from the previous year. So that's kind of alarming. And I think the biggest reason for that is their cost of revenue is so high. I mean, every quarter, their cost of revenue is $3.5 billion or more. So yes, they do make money. Yes, they're profitable, but they're not very profitable and their profit margin is very slim. So that's something that's pretty troubling to me. And I would stay away from investing in this company unless, of course, I wanted to buy some exposure to crypto, like I said earlier, without owning crypto. Because if you're someone that doesn't like taking a ton of chances or you're risk averse. Maybe you want to own companies like Square that do invest a lot of money into Bitcoin. But uh, once again, this is another company I'm pretty bearish on. Uh, I would rather put my money in Visa, MasterCard, PayPal, companies like that. So Makes sense. Makes sense. And by um, the way, Cash App is probably their biggest um, competitor. I think Square owns Cash App. Uh, that's what I was going to say. I would say that's their biggest. Uh, let me check that out first. Does square cash app. While you have, the, uh, you're, you're looking up that Tony, I'm wondering with them going so ham. Into, yeah, it is. It is. They do. But, okay. Yeah. With them going so ham into Bitcoin, do you think they're trying to become the, uh, the going to be the leader in using crypto, uh, being the crypto like payment processor for when it comes to merchants, because I you think, you know you have yeah, they yeah. they allow people to be merchants with their simple terminals. So are they trying to do that? So Jack Dorsey actually said that the company will create a new business line to help developers build financial services and products focused around Bitcoin. So it seems like he's trying to leverage the popularity of Bitcoin and crypto to make money with Square. You know, he's trying to leverage the popularity of crypto. Uh, And it's a smart play. Whether or not it's going to work, I don't know. Uh, Cash App is struggling a little bit right now. They don't make a ton of money on Cash App. And they are looking to introduce more crypto trading options and more stock buying options. Because you can buy stocks on Cash App, and some people do, but it's very limited. 
it's a very, very limited app. And I know PayPal is starting to get into that too. And like I said, a lot of their competitors are doing the same thing and they're already ahead of Square. So this is one that, yes, they make money, but their profit margin is so narrow that I would probably stay away from it. Okay, fair enough. So this is, uh, again, another bearish market that you're on. Um, Again, guys, if you're watching here live, let us know. Do you own Square? What do you guys think of Square? Uh, If you're watching live, hashtag live. If you're watching the replay, hashtag replay. We really need your opinions. Let us know uh, also if you have any stocks before we jump into our last stock here. Uh, Let us know any stocks that you want us to review or comment. Put them here so that we can put them up on the uh the poll next week's episode also if you have an idea what you want us to title it leave that down there i'm always looking for good titles uh for everybody to uh come watch now we're going to jump into our last one uh which is snap here i'm just getting my yeah screen up here right here we go snap uh, also known as snapchat uh the thing that all the kids are playing with these days yeah um, yeah very what, popular app. What are you thinking looking at the price, looking at the growth? What, what's going on here, Tony? Well, this is another one of those apps that is more centered, I would say more centered to uh, millennials and younger. I don't know too many people that have this app that are probably, I don't know, 35 and up that use it a lot. Uh, and yes, if you look at their earning reports over the last four or five quarters, they do beat earnings every single time, pretty much. And a lot of times they're well over the expected earnings or anticipated earnings. But once again, this is a company that just doesn't make money. I mean, every single quarter, they're losing about 100 to $300 million in net income every single quarter over the last five quarters. Their profit margin is pretty horrendous. I mean, they're negative 15%, negative 37%, negative 12%, negative 30%. Um, I think it's a fun little app. I think it's cool. I, I think a lot of people use it and like it. But once again, I'd rather use, I'd rather buy stock in Facebook. Like it's not even close. Uh, and Facebook is probably their top competitor since Facebook owns Instagram and Instagram would be the top competitor of Snapchat, I would assume. Right. I'm not sure what other Snapchat like apps are there. There's not really anything like it. A lot of things that Snapchat comes out with Instagram automatically steals and uh, tries and implements like the, the like shorts on uh, Instagram and on YouTube are because of uh, Snapchat. So like Snapchat hasn't really evolved the game so much recently, uh, but they did try the spectacles for a while. Yeah. I don't know is, if that's a, still a thing. This is one of those apps that a lot of people know. A lot of people use Snapchat and probably I'd say more than, you know, 40, 50% of the group actually use it. That would be something I'd be interested in if we get a poll going to see how many people use it and how many people don't in the group. We should write a note in to add a poll for that. I'm doing that right now. Here we go. Hey, Adam, nice to see you coming up here. Uh, We're on the last Snapchat here, and I'm about to go live and uh, create a poll for the group. So give me one second here. Tony, you can do the talking. Yeah, so I think (laughs) think this is one of those 
those stocks where people think that, oh, this is good because it's such a popular stock and a lot of people know what Snapchat is. But once again, when you look at the fundamentals of this company, it's, it doesn't make any money. <laughs> they make no money. They have no profits. They're in the red every single quarter by hundreds of millions of dollars every single quarter. And Facebook and Instagram are blowing them away. Facebook is a highly profitable company. Uh, so as far as social media companies, I, this isn't a company I would invest in by far. In fact, none of the companies that won the, the top three companies that mentioned on the poll this week, are none of them are very good in my eyes. Uh, I think there's some potential with ChargePoint, possibly uh, Square make, make a little, they make a little bit of money, but their profit margin is so narrow and they're in a pretty competitive sector, financial services. And Snapchat just falls along the same lines of another bearish stock that why would I own this when there's so many better options out there? And once again, I do have to preface this by saying if Snapchat goes up 10%, people are like, well, you don't know what you're talking about. Don't went up 10%. Just because a stock goes up, which we've seen for the past two years, just because a share price goes up doesn't mean that the company is a good company. It's, it doesn't mean anything. I mean, a lot of it is market sentiment. And if stocks get hot and, and get popular at the right time and people buy into them, but that doesn't last. Eventually, it always comes back to fundamentals and whether or not a company makes money. And over the long term, that's what matters when I'm investing in a company, not sentiment, because market sentiment comes and goes. And it happens every week. There's a hot stock every week and then it sells off. So um, I would, don't invest by sentiment. Go by if the company is profitable, what the moat is for this company, meaning uh, what competitors do they have and how sustainable is the company's business model. Now, I would say Snap has a sustainable business model, but they just don't make money. <laughs> Yeah. Adam's over here forgetting that Snapchat was even a thing, which yeah. is true. Yeah. Uh, after the big hype, it, it's not for our generation because we don't use it. Uh, I would feel like, yeah, I can see. TikTok, I know kids. Yeah, TikTok is a big competitor of yeah. theirs. Ah, there you go, TikTok. Yeah, yes. that's their big competitor. Uh, I don't really know too many people that are heavy into Snap anymore. I mean, I mean, I'm 34 years old, so. I, 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 I have it. I, I don't post on it or I occasionally post just like saying something about podcasting when I do it. By the way, hi, Sabrina. Uh, you put you on screen. I forgot to mention that. I feel uh, like Snapchat is more is, – is a bigger deal with single people. You know, well, I'm like, single and I don't, well, yeah, to be well, honest, I, I, I'm out of the demographic, I think. I feel for like Snapchat. you use it. I feel like you use it more when you're single to be like, hey, send me a video to see if you're real or hey, send me a picture. Yeah, it's that. It's, you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> look, I don't know if you're real on Tinder. Yeah. So send it's me probably a Snapchat. A big, yeah, it's probably a big deal for like dating apps. People probably use it for that to see if the person's real. But other than that, like if you're someone like ah, oh, like i i just have no use for something Adam just like coming that. straight in with the uh the nudity. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah well gotta yeah. be honest like if you send it you will know if someone takes a photo of it so you can call them out i haven't used snapchat in probably two and a half years so i don't yeah. really know how popular it is right now 
my really young kids filters, like filters yeah. on Snapchat, but the teens prefer Instagram. Yeah, okay. What do we got here? Yeah, I was about to say it's so much better for single people. The nudes delete themselves. Ha ha. <laughs> Sean, uh, coming in with wisdom, I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, probably, uh, I would yeah. say that's probably the biggest draw for Snapchat. Yeah. Uh, not, maybe not nudes or other than nudes. Maybe it is. <laughs> but, but it's the safety of knowing the nudes yeah. will be disappearing in like yeah. 24 to uh, less than It's hours. for single people dating. Like I used Snapchat when I was single meeting people on fucking line to be like, hey, are you a real person? Send me a video because it's hard to like fake a video. But yeah. then again, filters. People love filters. So that's something uh, – it's not going anywhere. I don't think it's no. probably not going to go anywhere, but as far as a business, they don't make money. They'll probably <laughs> get bought out. Honestly, to be well, honest, I know Facebook, I think Facebook attempted to buy them out. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they said no. And that's when Instagram started doing uh, yeah. reels and filters and all that. I would um, say that there's a good chance that they're going to be bought out eventually. If they don't start turning a profit in the next couple of years, they're probably going to get bought out. I, I have a feeling Google could be a good person to buy them yeah i mean who knows who knows maybe amazon will buy them who knows uh the, uh, dog, the dog face, face filter is probably still making <laughs> sc money to be honest who's i don't get that i don't know can you buy filters on snapchat i don't know i think you can sell filters i don't know oh, can you well no i'll idea. tell you what none of their filters are making them any money because... <laughs> not making any money but they're still right growing uh, in stock but uh, i mean they've lost 151 million dollars this past quarter alone oh. so but their revenue is going up i mean they are increasing revenue which is is pretty nice they're they're beating their their marks every single quarter maybe one day they could turn a profit but it seems like they're pretty far away from being able to do that we'll see uh but yeah i'm bearish on every company we talked about today yep sean uh the popularity of dog filters keeping them relevant yeah. i feel probably yeah there's so uh, as being a single guy going on tinder there's so many dog well filters. here's the thing the last thing about snapchat is they have a lot of cash uh this past quarter they have two billion dollars in cash on hand so the they'll be able to sustain their losses for quite a while, <laughs> probably for the next, at this pace, they can sustain them for the next, I don't know, five years, you know, there probably more go. than that. Yeah. All right, Tony, we're coming to the end. You're finished. your seltzer. Uh, we want to go. The market's closed. Yeah. Uh, we got things to do. Uh, Tony, tell us where we can follow you and understand you and all that fun stuff. Uh, well, you know, everybody knows I'll drop the links in the comments. So, I'll keep there it simple go. tonight. Yeah. Ooh, just a relaxing after coming from yeah. vacation. <laughs> I'm, of course, Phil Better, the podcast mogul. You can yeah. find me uh, on Instagram at podcaster Phil Better. Uh, if you want to learn how to be a podcaster or learn how you can use podcasting to help your business, that's the best place to go. Um, I thank you guys so much. Leave, please leave us uh, a note about the stocks you want us to uh, review. Uh, so I, we can put him in the, uh, whatchamacallit, the poll for next week. Uh, hashtag live, hashtag replay. We love your faces. Remember, guys, be a smart investor. Be boring right. an investor. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying things out. Uh, you can invest in some some risky stuff, but keep it at a minimum. You know, there we small, go. Wisdom. Small allocation. There you go. Wisdom. Yeah. Bye, guys.